0: And he's always good to us every, each and every day, even as we go through our weeks. I don't know about you, but um, I know my week has been intensified. And I, and I say this in a way that you got things coming at you that you don't even see coming at you, okay? I, I want you to know that there's an all-out assault on your, on your soul right now, each and every one of you. There's, a, there's an all-out assault on your lives. The enemy's trying really hard to get you trying to pull you from the, the, the hands of the Lord. He's trying to make you compromise yourself. He's trying to take away everything that the Lord has instilled in you and put inside of you. He's trying to steal it from you. And you can see it all around you in people. I, this Just this week, I had a rough week, and I'm being honest, okay? Just a tough week. I got a phone call from a pastor of a church, 25 years of sobriety. He's been sober and pastoring, doing real good, and uh, he had a mishap's. He relapsed because of that okay what happens when they strike the shepherd what happens to the flock they scatter right so i want you to pray for the church and uh we're going to pray for the pastor and uh not only that i have a lady in recovery that she has five five years of sobriety underneath her belt she's doing really well but do you know that the enemy delivered meth right to her front door and took it right to her you know, just down the street at STEM launch, there was a little girl, 10 years old, that uh, a young man went and uh, tried to abduct her this week, last week. I don't know if you heard about that. Okay. As I was going through my week, just having uh, one encounter with another person after another, I was feeling like I was getting abused by the people. They were rude and mean and nasty. And uh, after about the fifth time in a day, I, I, you know, it takes a lot to bite your tongue. It takes a lot to have self-control. It takes a lot to control yourself, not do anything that would uh, that would uh, hurt your character or defame your name. I always tell my kids this, always protect your name, always. You always protect your name, and I'm telling you that, church, you protect your name, okay? Always protect your name. But after the fifth time, I walked out of this building on, on Hampton and Wadsworth, third floor. I walked out, and I'm like, God, what's going on? And I heard the Lord whisper these words to me. He said this, put the title up. Don't desecrate your temple. I heard him whisper that in my ear. He said, whatever you do, don't desecrate your temple. You don't mess yourself up. You don't do anything to mess up this temple. And I'm going to show you in scripture. Put the first scripture up. First Corinthians six nineteen through 20 says this. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you? Do you not know that whom you have received as a gift from God and that you are not your own property? You were bought with the price. You were actually purchased with the precious blood of Jesus and made his own. So then honor and glorify God with your body. I I was a fighter when I was growing up. After about the fifth time, I wanted to punch somebody. And I know that's some of you in this place, right? Right. You have to hold yourself. You have to have that self-control. You have to bite your tongue until it bleeds. You got to honor God with this body. Put up the next scripture. Comes from the message. Ephesians 4.30 in the message says this. Don't grieve God. Don't grieve God. Don't break his heart. His Holy Spirit moving and breathing in you is the most intimate part of your life. Making you fit for himself. Don't take such a gift for granted. Everything you do, everywhere you go, every instance, every circumstance. You could go to Walmart today and somebody might just be nasty and mean to you. That doesn't give you a pass to act that way. Don't grieve God with your actions or your reactions. Don't grieve God with your words. Don't grieve grieve God with whatever you feel like you want to strike back at somebody. Okay, family? Are you hearing me today? God chose you. You're his his number one draft pick on his team. I see a lot of Broncos and Raiders stuff going on. But he chose you. And he says, I know you could do it because I'm behind you and I'm with you. I know that you could do it. You you could stand up under adversity. You could stand up under attack. You could hold your tongue. You don't have to mess up your name or your character for anybody. But you got to honor God and don't grieve him. Amen? So I'm going to challenge us this morning. Go ahead and put the first picture up. Turn it up a notch. As much as the intensity against our salvation and against our souls is, is being turned up by the enemy, you can turn it up a notch in your righteousness, in honoring God, in, in obeying God, and being trustworthy of, of what he told you to do and how to be. They will know you by your love. They will know you by your love, family. you got to give love in return of, in return of abuse or, or just mistreatment. you got to give love out. Okay? So I was thinking about this. Go ahead and put that little statement up. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. I don't know about you, but I need mercy in my life. I'm a flawed man. I make mistakes all the time. I want God to show me mercy, and I know that's the heart of everyone in here. Because we make mistakes, guys. Put up the next picture. If not now, when? If you don't do it today, when? When are you going to do it? Don't think that we have tomorrow to honor God. You honor God each and every moment that he gives you, that you have that breath in your lungs. You honor God with that breath. If not now, when? You do it right now. Why? Why, Pastor Mike, are you challenging me in this area? Put the other statement up. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons and daughters of God. You're you're called to be a peacemaker. Wherever you go, you keep the peace. You keep the peace wherever you go. Put up the last one. I I know this isn't only my heart. I hope this is your heart. I didn't come this far to only come this far. I didn't come this far to only come this far. There's a lot of years of our lives that we lived out. And God is the one that has sustained us and brought us to this point. But I'm not ready to stop. I want to go more and more closer to him. I want to keep pushing forward. And it takes challenges in our lives and and doing the right thing in God's eyes. It's being honorable to, to him through our actions and our words, our reactions. So put up that last statement, Nodin. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. I want our hearts to be pure so we can see God everywhere we go, every turn we make, every instance we come across. Whatever you do today, I want you to see God in that. Amen? Raise your hands towards heaven. It starts with confession. We're going to say this confession over our lives, and we're going to ask God for help. We're going to say, God, help me in this area. So let's do it together as a family. Holy Spirit, I repent for the times that I have subjected you to ugliness and ungodliness that I have tolerated in my life. I am truly sorry It is my heart's desire to honor you and your presence in all I do and say. After all the wonderful things you have done in me to change me, to restore me, and to make my life better, I'm so sorry that I've ever done anything that would bring you pain or sorrow to you. I repent, and that means I'm changing my behavior. And I'm going to start right now. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord praise. Amen. Bow your heads in reverence to God, please. Father, a good day starts off with repentance, Father. In this service, we started off that way. We're saying forgive us for all the mistakes we carried in here with us, God. Have mercy on us, God. Have mercy as we show mercy to other people, Father. We need your mercy and your grace this morning. There's some hearts that need to be fixed today. There's some lives that need to be restored today. There's some people in bondage that need to be set free today, God. There's bodies that need to be touched today. And a good day starts with repentance, saying, God, we need you. We're sorry, Father, for all our sins and all our wrongs. Holy Spirit, you take over this place because it's all about bringing glory and honor to the Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
1: Good morning, Thrive Church. Take a moment and walk around. Greet each other and then come back and let's worship together. needs compassion a love that's never failing let mercy fall on me everyone needs forgiveness the kindness of the Savior the hope of nations Savior He can move the mountains My God is mighty to save He is mighty to save Forever author of salvation He rose and conquered the grave Jesus conquered the grave Take me as you find me all my fears and failures feel my life again i give my life to follow everything i believe in now i surrender Ooh, Savior my God is mighty to save, He is mighty to save. Forever, author of salvation, He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Shine a light and let the whole world see. We sing it for the glory of the risen. King, yeah. shine a light and let the whole world see. We're for the glory of the risen King. Savior, He can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation, He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Shine a light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Yeah. shine a light and let the whole world see. We're singing. For the glory of the risen King Savior, He can move the mountains My God is mighty to save He is mighty to save Forever, author of salvation He rose and conquered the grave
2: Amen. Come on, one more time.
3: Lift up Jesus today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God is so good. God is so good. And I know, I don't know everyone's life and what you're going through, but I know there are people in here who are going through just the battle of their lives. We're talking about just life and death situations. And I think the pastor Bo said it in the first service, how the enemy is always trying to take ground from us in life. How many guys know it's always a constant battle, your mind, your heart, your spiritual life, your family, your marriage, he, the enemy is always actively trying to take. And yet we have a God who gives and a God who protects and a God who who is just there with us. So if you're here today and you're like I'm not at the top of the mountain. I'm not at my best right now, but you're here in God's house or if you're watching on your line, and you say I'm just struggling right now. How many of you guys know that that God has got your back. God is for you. He's not against you. You might not feel like you're just you're just you might not feel excited. You might not feel even hopeful, but I want to tell you there's a hope we have in God that only comes from God and he's greater. Everyone say greater. He is greater. He's greater than any sickness or disease that you're facing. Any any problem that's going on in your life, he's greater. He's greater. Things overwhelm us and they seem so much greater to us. Our problems, the mountain that's before you. But I want to tell you that the great I am is greater than anything you're facing in your life. Just do your best today. Do your very best. Even if it's hard, do your best to lift up the great I am. And let's make him greater than anything else that's going on in our life, church. Let's worship. Thank you, Jesus.
2: Jesus. Jesus. I want to be close, close by your side where I can run, where I can hide. I want to be near Near to your heart Where my heart can see Hallelujah Holy, holy God almighty The great I am Who is worthy None beside thee God Almighty The great I am I want to be close Close by your side Where I can run Where I can hide I want to be near near to your heart what my heart can see hallelujah holy, holy God almighty the great I am who is worthy none beside thee God almighty mountains shake before you, the demons run and flee, at the mention of the name, King of majesty, there is no power in hell, or any who can stand, before the power and the presence of the great I Am. Your hands and sing. the mountains shake before you the demons run and flee at the mention of the name king of majesty there is no power in hell or any who could stand before the power and the presence of the great I am the great I am the great Great I am, the great I am, the great I am, the great I am, the great I am,
3: on give him a praise offering today thank you Jesus you're so worthy Lord amen amen come on if you love him one more time give him a praise offering he's greater God you're greater thank you, Jesus. we love you today church you may be seated in his presence Amen. Go ahead. Praise him a little bit. Somebody tell him. That's good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 God is so faithful, and uh, we're going to continue to worship God as we give to the Lord, but um, I just want you to know that yesterday we had an amazing marriage conference up here at the church, and uh, our friends Daryl and Tracy Steiner, as well as the entire um, Uh, ministry team for the for the marriages thrive marriages Several people spoke their whole team spoke yesterday and did an incredible job and we had we had so many people come It was an incredible turnout, but um, they asked Jill and I a couple months ago They said for the marriage conference coming up. Would you guys mind uh, getting married again? And I said I tricked Jill once. I don't know if I can get her Again, I'm not sure if I can get her to fall for it again Jill and I have been married for 21 years, but what, the reason they wanted to do it is because they wanted— oh, Yeah, you should probably applaud her patience and long-suffering, but uh, 21 years. And they said, the reason we want to do this is because we want to show the illustration in a marriage that, uh, that we, the church, we're the bride of Christ— and the groom represents uh, Jesus. And we want to kind of just speak on that during the marriage conference. So would you be willing to, to, um, to, to be married and to renew your vows? And we, we absolutely did. And, and I'm, j- I'm just so grateful. Go ahead and put up, that, uh, put up that picture note. And this is Jill and I yesterday renewing our, our vows. And uh, amen. If you're wondering, she said yes. She said I do. Because we have doors on this side and that side, and I I told the ushers to make sure to lock the doors. Don't don't let her out. Um, but we did it, and we we had a decision to make in the in the months leading up to it. We thought, are we just going to do an illustration, or are we going to, are we going to really just really reaffirm our vows to one another? And we said, we want to really we want to really do it, and we have Pastor Bo officiating it. We want to really do it. So. As, we, as we're doing it and we're saying our vows, I came to the part um, where it says, uh, in sickness and in health. And I began to think about the different things that... Um, Jill and I have gone through. At the beginning of this year, I had a full knee surgery, ACL, MCL, and I was completely laid out on my back and my wife took care of me for just days and weeks and I couldn't even stand on it and she was at my side and then recently I've been at her side where she's been in the hospital and we've both gone through different physical things. How many of you guys know it's inevitable that when you make your vows to someone, it's not a matter of uh, if it's going to happen, it's a matter of when it's going to happen for your life. So I got a little choked up When we were right there in that moment when we're talking about in sickness and in health and uh, in prosperity and adversity. And I just began to think of God's faithfulness these last 21 years. So we reaffirmed our vows. And um, I've heard this phrase before and they use it in all things. It might not be the best illustration, but in poker, they talk about going all in, going all in. And it's when you have your chips in front of you. And you say, I'm going to go all in. And you push the chips right into the middle. And that, mean, that means that you're not even holding one one single cent back. You guys know what I'm talking about? And that's what it means to give your vows. You don't hold anything back. Amen, church? When I stood before Jill 20, 21 years ago... I went all in 21 years ago. And then yesterday we reminded ourselves and in front of our church family, we just reaffirmed that we're, we're, we're both still all in after all these, all these years. And that, that's what happens with the Lord too. How many guys believe God wants us to go all in with him? God wants us to be all in as Christians, as disciples, as believers. I'll tell you this. In the times of my life when I was not all in with God, God was still good to me. The times in my life when I was not faithful in my commitment to the Lord, God was still good to me. But something changed when I went all in with God. And when I said, God, just like with Jill, God, I'm going all in with you. That means I'm going to live according to your word. I'm going to do my best to pick up my cross and to follow you every day. I'm going all in with you, God. And I want to show you what happens with your life, with your marriage, with your family, with your business, no matter where you are. When You can go all in with another person, but nothing comes close to going all in with God. And many of you know what it's like to go all in with God. To push all the chips in and say, God, I'm not going to kind of try Christianity. I'm going to go all in with you the way I talk, the way I think, everything I do, God. I'm not going to keep a couple chips in my pocket in case it doesn't work out. I'm going to go all in with you, God. Look at this scripture. Go ahead, put up this verse. It says this in Psalms 37 verse 5. It says, commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him. How many guys know it's talking about going all in? Trust also in him, and he shall what? Bring it to pass. Was God good to me when I wasn't all in? He was. Was God faithful to me? He was. But there were things that were not brought to pass until I went all in with God. I said, all right, God, it's you've gone all in. You know when Jesus went all, all in 2,000 years ago on that cross? And he said, I'm not holding anything back. So he's already done his part. His chips are on the table in front of you today. You might not be a person who's gone all in yet, but you're going to get the opportunity today in service to put all your chips in and say, I'm going all in. It reminds me of that song, I Have Decided. How many of you guys know that's past tense? I have decided means your chips are on the table. It's not what tomorrow brings, what's the weather going to be like, what's the economy going to be like. They're using words like recession. No, I've already decided, God, my chips are on the table. Go ahead, put up that last statement. Look at this, church. When you go all in on God, he goes all in on you. When you go all in on God, he goes all in on you. There's some things during Breakthrough 21 you want to see God bring to pass. You got to go all in, church. You got to go all in. You can't hold back. And God knows when we're holding back in our lives. So the people, the men and women who go all in, God says, you're going to see it come to pass. Some of you guys are believing for miracles. Some some of you are just looking for God to do something. The only way it's going to happen, the only way you're going to have God go all in on you is when you go all in on God. Say, I'm committing at that level. I'm trusting at that level. So with that in mind, let's pray right now, church. Let's ask God to bless this time of giving. Lord, we thank you today, God. And we ask you, Lord, to remind us every time we look at the cross, it's a symbol of you going all in, holding nothing back. And I thank you, God, that that's your heart towards us. And Lord, every single one of us, Lord, we want to go all in on you, God. We want to be obedient in our giving. We want to be obedient in our lives. We want to be obedient as we pursue righteousness and forsake sin, God. Help us, Lord, to be obedient to you, God, and to what you have for our lives. Today, as we give to you, we ask you to take what's given. We ask you to bless it. We ask you to multiply it and to use it for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Church, go ahead, take a moment and watch these announcements.
4: The Treat Street Outreach is back and just around the corner. There are lots of ways that you can help us be a light in the night to our community. Make sure that you invite all the families that you know to come out and enjoy this drive-through event right here at Drive Church. It will be October 31st from 6 to 8 p.m. There will be lots of treats candy and fun and no kid should miss out on that it takes a lot of people to make an event this big a success sign up to have your trunk in the walkthrough lineup we need 45 cars or you can join another team to make a super scene you can also help with greeting parking and security sign up in the guest center this means that we need you to bring all the candy that you can you can't have a treat street without candy Drop off your contribution in the container out in the lobby.
5: Are you looking for a big return on a small investment? Bring your canned and dry goods to the the lobby on the third Sunday of the month. Everything brought in goes directly to our guests at the food bank, so don't miss out your opportunity to be a blessing. To celebrate fall, Thrive Youth is hosting an all church family fun fest on October 15th at three o'clock p.m. Bring the whole family out for games, a hayride, line dancing, a chili cook-off, and even photo ops. It's going to be a great night, and you don't want to miss it.
4: Make plans now to be part of the official ribbon cutting as we open our new street and parking lot October 9th at 12 p.m. We will celebrate with an outdoor lunch provided by Thrive Church immediately following. Bring a lawn chair and wear your smile because it's going to be a fantastic day. P.S. We found those giant scissors!
5: It's not too late to join the Thrive Church family for 21 days of fasting and prayer. In a day and age when the church should be setting the standard, we find ourselves pressed on every side by the world. Let's prepare our hearts for amazing and powerful things that God wants to do in us and through us. It's time to start pushing for breakthrough. It's time to shake off the weight of the world and step into the plan of God. Kind, compassionate, joyful energetic, charismatic. Do you know who I'm talking about yet? Generous, anointed, consistent, wise, enduring and endearing, strong and loving. That's right. I'm describing Pastor Bo and Teresa, and they deserve to be honored. We will be celebrating them for serving Thrive Church as the senior pastors for 25 years at the Silver Celebration. On October 23rd, we will have just one very special service at 10 a.m., and then there will be an open house that afternoon at the Westminster Rec Center from 1 to 4 p.m. We will not have adult or children Bible study that morning. Church family, join in the fun. Let's make a memory together as we kick up our heels and bless our pastors.
6: Praise God. Good morning and welcome to Thrive Church. Are you here to worship the Lord? Amen. It's good to have all of you here. Um, I'm giggling during that announcement. I looked down at my energetic husband. <laughs> He's been going 100 miles this week. I said to him, how you doing? You a little tired? <laughs> he said, no, the anointing refreshes me. Amen. But after service, he may want to take a nap. But we're so grateful that you're all here this morning. Perhaps you're here for the very first time. Can you just wave at me? Just give me a little wave. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. I see you there and over in the back corner. Good to have you all. Oh. Oh we're just pointing right over here. God bless you, good to have you. At the conclusion of today's service, make sure you stop by our guest center. In there we have a, a gift that we're wanting to give you. And yesterday at the marriage conference, I saw a box in the back corner and um, I was and it was full of all kinds of sweets and it was like pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. Now you're all guests, right? You all want to get one of those bags. And I started to grab one, and they said, no, 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 that's for our guests on Sunday morning. So I'm going to pretend like I'm a guest when I leave today so I can get a pumpkin Chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> so make sure you stop by and get your bag. And as you're exiting the building this morning, we just want to let you know that you're loved and we're grateful you're I here bet there's today. there's
7: going to be a line out there now.
6: I know. They're all going to be guests. <laughs> you're going to all be guests. But we want to um, also celebrate. Yet yeah, We had some really great days over the last few days. I just want to celebrate the marriage conference yesterday. It was such a beautiful time. How many of you were here Look at all these marriages that are stronger. Oh, yeah, man. Felicia and that. Michael, you were winning all kinds of that. things. <laughs>
7: I believe all kinds
6: of, Oh, yes, Phil, and back you in the back. You can turn me up if you like. They I were, believe that. JJ, they were amazing. So. Amazing. But what was awesome was watching people put in the work. You know, it's work to remain married and 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 go through daily life and go through the struggles of life, and and so I was really grateful. And even um, Felicia and Michael are getting ready to get married, and so they're putting in their work prior to their wedding. And I told them at the conference when we went to premarital con- counseling when we were getting married at a church in Boulder, um, they told us to come in for premarital counseling, and they asked us. Do, do you, um, what do you think it means to be a Christian? And we said, because um, we didn't even go to church. We said, you believe in God. And the pastor said, good enough. That was our counseling. How many of you know how many failures we had in the first year of our marriage? So I'm grateful to those that put in the work to um, relationally take care of their marriage. And also this relationship as well. It's a, with one another and with the Lord. Amen. And so I was grateful that they were all there. But you know what the great news is? Last week, I gave birth to 35 kids. And don't I look good? Yeah, they were big babies. 35 kids from Ethiopia. Uh, I gave birth to them, I say. I always I always tell Pastor Bo when their pictures come on my phone, I said, I'm giving birth. Oh, and yeah. another one. And yeah. it's a boy and it's a girl. And so many of you, I know Linda, you talked to me and um, several of you have talked to me that you would love to sponsor one of our babies. And I have them with me right now. And um, I, apparently, according to um, Dr. Talargi, he says, these children are children that were displaced meaning that they have lost their families and um, many of them are orphans and they have brought them to our school because we we take care of 100% of their needs. We take care of their schooling, their clothing, their medical, their books, their food. Their, and we make sure they're in a safe um, place until we can get a, a good home for them, a dorm building for them. And so these children are 100% taken care of. And so I really um, appreciate the fact that the government recognizes that Thrive Academy is a safe place for the poorest of the poor where they can excel and then someday they're going to be a leader. They're not only receiving instruction um, from their teachers, but they're also receiving Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And they are all um, beautiful Christian kids that love God and love one another. And so I'm just grateful. So if you're interested, not I, I take that back, not if you're interested, if you would love to... Um, bring one of these little children into your heart and into your lives. Come see me after service, all right? And now let's get ready to receive from the Word of God. Amen? God bless you all.
7: That was awesome. Amen. Exalted, you will ever be exalted. You are worthy of honor and praise. I'll adore you. I will ever stand before you to worship and praise you owe my days would you get on your feet and exalt the Lord with me everybody clear your throat mm-hmm. exalted turn that thing up son give me some strings with it I just need to hear it what'd you say hun? yeah she's always saying things to me and that's, that might be a little too loud son but how many of you know when your wife speaks you need to listen and see what she's saying to you and she's always telling me things and yeah and I listen I want you to get reconnected because there's been a lot of things being said and I and my mind through the announcements I, I'm hearing everything so can we just take another few moments and you sing this song, Exalted. You will ever
2: be exalted.
7: You are worthy of honor and praise. Man, you sound good, everybody. Adore. Come on, you can lift your hands in this place. Come on, lift them up. I will ever stand before you You're not doing this for me You're doing it for him To worship and praise You oh my Now close your eyes one more time exalted Exalted you will ever be exalted you will ever be
2: exalted.
7: You are worthy. You are worthy of honor and praise. Adore God, you're so good. You've been good to me. And I'll thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Give him the song of your heart right now. That's all you're doing. Thank you, Anthony. I love that. I'm watching you, Amy. I'm watching you, Anthony. Gab, I'm watching you. I love seeing that. Lord, I'm seeing in your time of need you worship right now. And it's blessing me right now, Gino, Jeremy, Patricia. If I'm seeing you, God's seeing you. And it's amazing. It's amazing what God can do when you worship Him. You want God to show up for you? Just just worship Him. Oh, God, I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Ryan, I appreciate your worship. You're blessing me. Tammy, thank you, baby thank you honey you're blessing me just by just being Frank thank you Lila thank you Brother Bacheco thank you Michael thank you Jesse thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you Sage thank you Seth thank you God can work when our hands are up I'm telling you God wants to work Bobby thank you thank you thank you Michael thank you Alicia, thank you, baby, in the back. Thank you, sound men. Thank you. Thank you, those that are online, just stopping and and just saying, Oh, God, be exalted. Be exalted. Be lifted up above all this stuff, above this world. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jill. Oh, thank you, Teresa. Thank you, Mike. (laughs) I feel the presence of God, and I'm loving it, everybody. I'm loving it. Nothing better. There's nothing better than this right now. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead and say it. Thank you, Lord. Michael, thank you. Thank you, Jill. Come on, do you feel this? Do you feel this? What's happening right now? Thank you, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. Ruthie, thank you. Oh, I love you. I love you, Lord. You're so good. You're so good. You're so good. Selena worship. Christiana, thank you. Noah, thank you. You're so good. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. See, you're blessing the people around you. You're blessing the people around you. Anish, Betsy, you're blessing them. Don't. uh, Some people don't understand it. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, Lord, we worship you. Ah, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Before you're seated, I want to read a scripture to us. It's in Exodus 23, 25. It's about your worship. You want God to work? Just worship him sometimes you think you have to go into God's presence and just pray and, and and there's seasons and times for that but if you just go in to worship Him look what happens because I want to pray for some needs I want to pray for Felix I want to pray for Ramona that's both of them are in the hospital I want to pray for your needs right now but look at this scripture in Exodus 23-25 and I'm going to get on my knees and pray what's the first three words? isn't that incredible Mike? that's what we've been doing that's what you're doing watch what happens when you worship worship the Lord your God and His blessings will be up on your tortillas amen it's going to be up on your chicken or wherever you go and eat you're saying why do I pray over my food because you want God's blessings over it you have no idea who was cooking your food unless you're home you don't know what's in that food And so before you start gobbling it, sir, maybe you better bow your heads because you want God's blessing on that. Is everybody with me today? So you pray over your water and your food. You don't even know what's in that food, what's been swimming in it. But look at what it says. And I'll take away sickness from among you. Do you need prayer this morning? Just raise your hand if you need prayer. Anybody? Raise it up. Raise it up. Yeah. Yeah just look at the people around you and if you didn't raise your hand I count on you to be God's conduit right now be God's conduit and lay your hands on the people that are in front of you just be an instrument of prayer right now Teresa would you go over and lay hands on Lauren right over there by Gino would you go over there Mike go with her Trina you go with would you and just pray for her let's pray together father we come before you we thank you for that word and we've worshiped you lord every one of us it was an amazing time of worship it was an amazing time of just pausing in this house and seeing in god and worshiping you but lord just says that you will bless god food you'll bless water but most of all you want to bless us you want to bless our bodies god and you said that you would take away sickness so i pray for those that lifted their hands right now people are struggling to breathe right now diane is on on a uh in the hospital right now and they need she needs help to breathe right now she's incubated lord and and i just pray right now lord that you will touch her god right now in the mighty name of jesus i pray with troy and june I pray for those that are watching right now that are struggling to breathe. Open up that passage, Lord. Open up those lungs. Open up, God, and let them breathe normal, Father. And I pray that because you're the God that takes away sickness. God, I pray for those that need to touch in their bodies right now. The families, God. Those that have come today because they just don't know what to do, God, because of the situation in their home god they've they've done everything and when you you tell us when we've done everything we know to do to stand i pray i stand with them and agree with them in prayer today loose your anointing loose your healing power loose god your blessings upon your people today and now god we pray for our brothers and sisters to the right and left of us in front of us behind us and god we pray you said whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven whatever we loose god in on earth God you'll loose in heaven so right now God we loose your presence we loose your anointing we loose God right now in the mighty name of Jesus healing God into this place today and I thank you God for touching bodies God bring people back that need you heal people that are addicted to things set people free today yes, right now in the name of Jesus set those that are addicted to things set them free today their minds, their hearts God, set them free right now in the mighty name of Jesus people that don't have faith give them faith, God stand. give them the faith they need to just trust you, Lord give them what they need today God and thank you for the power of prayer because I choose to believe with Thrive Church you answer prayer today you will move when we call upon you so I ask you God thank you thank you for all of us that are praying together and believing right now in Jesus name speak to us God save souls continue Lord in the name of Jesus we pray and everybody said Amen and Amen give God praise in the house Before you're seated, make sure you three people know you love them. Make sure three people know you love them. So go and bless someone in Jesus name. Go ahead. I want you to know you're going to beat the church down the street to the cafeteria to the restaurant today. Isn't that cool? You're going to beat the church down the street to the restaurant today because I'm going to let you out early today. Someone better record that. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm saying it. Did you love on some people? Did you love on some people? Did you really love on some people? Do they know? Do they know you love them? Turn to someone, tell them they met you.
2: I know how are you, buddy.
7: Papa, Pastor. I almost said Papa Bo. I got to get a hug, man. Yeah. All right. I want to go back and hug all of you, you know, and and just connect. And that's what we can do next week. That's what we can do next week. Is that me making all that noise? Next week, when we do the ribbon cutting for the new parking lot, it's pretty big stuff. And uh, I, I want to celebrate this and big achievements, big things that are done. You need to celebrate it, everybody. And, and uh, so we'll celebrate next Sunday. Uh, I, and so after the second service, and we'll have about an hour to hour and 15 minute service. And then all of us are going to go out in the parking lot. Even the first service, we're going to ask them to come back, and then we're going to do a ribbon cutting and dedicate that property and the street um, okay. to the Lord and for the honor and glory of God, and to thank Him for us accomplishing. It's, it's not all done, but we need to get we need to open up that street, they say, and so we'll do it next week. Come. I want you to come. Make up your mind to be here. And that's where you can hug on each other and connect with people maybe you haven't connected with in a while, but you'll be able to love on some people and uh it'll be a great time it'll be a great time yeah, it'll be a good good time. Can you believe all those announcements? It's amazing and uh again we're going we're in our time of fasting and prayer, and every time I go to pray i have to i my mind my spirit goes back to mark chapter nine verse twenty nine where it says, this one thing can't happen, a miracle can't happen unless you fast and pray. And someone in the crowd stepped out towards Jesus at the beginning of that, Mark chapter nine, and and says uh, and speaking to Jesus, he says, you know, I brought my son to to your disciples and he wasn't delivered, he wasn't healed, he wasn't set free. And uh, and I want some people during your time of fasting and prayer hear this, God's seeing that you're stepping out and you're saying, I need God to move in my life. You're stepping out from everybody else and you're desperate and you need God to do something in you. I don't know about you, but I'm just telling you today, I need God to work in my life. I may stand on this platform and I'm not a sinner. You know, I'm not perfect in any way, but I want God to work in my life and I, and when i'm when i'm fasting for other things i want god to work in my family and brother pacheco and mary jean and all the pacheco family and all of you you know i know that there was a a, a family member killed in an accident just this week on the same day you were doing a wedding danny went home to be with the lord and you had no idea just like that uh a a crash and and then you get a phone call just hours moments before a wedding and it's hard to celebrate a wedding when you're you're you hear this news about your son-in-law or your brother-in-law jesse can you imagine that they're getting ready to celebrate jesse and mary Jean their son's uh marriage uh, uh wedding and then they get news that a family member that they love so much is killed in a car accident you don't know what people are going through next to you. You have no idea. There's great things happening, but there's other things happening. And, we, and I just want God to touch that family and we've been praying for the family. But when that man stepped out and went to Jesus and when you step out during your time of fasting and prayer and you're reading your word, please stand your word during your time of fasting and prayer. You've got to give up to receive you got to give up something for God to take you up you know and so please fast most people will fast food there's some of you I'm just telling you you need to fast food in something else you know you need to get off some your computer you need to get off your phone you need to get and, and say, Lord, I'm consecrating this time. So 21 days from October 1, which was yesterday, today's the second, 21 days. And I know we're celebrating, you know, and, and we've got things where we're asking you to come and eat and just take that time and celebrate with us, you know, ha- and we've ordered enough food. You don't have to bring anything. Just bring yourself, bring a chair if you like, you know, if you want a lawn chair, or whatever you, you want to bring a table, bring a table for yourself. There'll be a few tables and chairs out there. But come, you need to be part of this. You need to share the victory with us for what the Lord is doing. And that's not the end, everybody. You know, God's going to continue to do things. God wants to do things in you, and that's what I'm going to preach about. Some of you need to believe God again for good things. You need to break through some things that are going on in your mind and believe God. So we've got a lot of things going on. Okay, and uh, here's the scripture, Believing God for Big Things, Believing, that's, that's a sermon title today, and I'm going into a series, this is the first one, Increasing Faith, I want God to increase your faith, and I pray that as we're going through this series, that God will elevate your faith, this is a year of Increase, Increase. And, and Jeremy, uh, uh, you and uh, Patricia, thinking about the name that you're going to name your child. And thank you for coming yesterday. You blessed me with things that you were talking to me about. And, you know, I looked up that word Joseph. And you were right. He will add. That's what the name Joseph means. But it also means increase so whatever you if it's noah noah means rest or repose so if you pick the right one both of them i think you hit the jackpot okay for your new boy that's congratulations by the way amen sorry i'm here i'm talking to them and but all of you heard that okay so we're praying for all the needs of the people thank you for everybody that came out to the marriage conference And uh, Daryl and Tracy, fantastic job leading it. Uh, Just praise God for you and all the speakers. Wow. It was was amazing, amazing. Ephesians 3.20. Are you with me? Say amen. Amen. And they're going to put it up. Please put it up. Follow me quick, guys. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and and do uh, super abundantly more than all we dare ask or think infinitely beyond. Beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us. And I just need to recap, and then we'll jump into some new fresh stuff from last week. I, I believe this is a word f- from the Lord to all of you. Don't be afraid to continue to dream dream big. Don't be, be afraid to ask big. Don't be afraid to uh, pray big. Believe God for greater things and i take that scripture and i apply it to my own life and to this ministry do you know the devil wants you to stop believing that's what he's good at and he's is a good liar and he wants some of you to believe you will always be who you are and you'll never become more spiritual what a stinking lie I believe some of you are going to be greater worshipers by the end of the time, time, by the 21 days of fasting. You're going to be a better worshiper. God's going to do a deeper work in you. You're going to have a better personality. Please, someone say amen. amen. Maybe the guy next to you needed to hear that. You say amen for him. But here at Thrive Church, I never want to stop believing God in the times that we're living you know what? The devil wants you just to say, "Oh, well, you know, I better, I better step back. I better buy three months of food." And if you do that, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against that. I don't know what's going. To... So I'm going to buy three months of food. Make sure I've got plenty of beans in the in the cupboard. <laughs> Teresa said that to me. Well, if something happens, we got plenty of beans. Amen. <laughs> I got a big container. You know, beans. I'm telling you. Yeah, all right. We'll eat the beans, all right? We need to believe big at this church. I told you last week, we need to believe big, dream big, and receive big. We need to receive, believe God that the blessings are coming. Things will change. Do not get locked in that things are going to stay the way that they've been for months. You got to believe that and receive big. You got to believe it's coming. It's coming. The day is coming. My, that, the things are coming that need to, we need to have breakthrough through it. You need to pray big. You need to love big, Ronnie. Are you loving big? Right, church? Are you loving big? Are you loving big? I'm just challenging us because I want that as a pastor. I want you to love big. I want people to get, man, all that guy does is tell me he loves me. Why is that? Well, it's because Pastor Bo's telling him to love you. Get that nasty spirit out of you. Well, that didn't go over anywhere. Yeah, you go ahead and shout me, sister. Amen. You just, I'll, I'll, listen, that's like gas pour, you know, being poured on me. I'm going. I'm a burn. I'm going to burn for Jesus. You know, you need to love big. And the people around you, I'm a Christian. Well, I don't see you loving big. What, what happened? I'm trying, Next thing, I'm trying. You know, the, you know, the Bible says they'll know us by our love. Not by you walking around and pouting. Yeah. Oh, Michael, that didn't go. over. You serve your wife and husband big. Well, he didn't appreciate it. I don't care if he doesn't appreciate it. You keep serving. Amen. Maybe you'll get your breakthrough in this. <laughs> your 21 days. He may finally say, thank you, baby. And you'll hit the floor. <laughs> don't expect it. Don't expect anything back. You just do what God tells you to do and watch Him work. Hey! I finally woke that guy up in the back. All right. You work big. You work big, Amy. You work big. You have a big God. That's all we're talking about. You want God to be big in you? Then you be big. You work big, have big faith. Pray for big things. So now go to Joshua 10. Turn in your Bible. B I B L E to Joshua 10. These scriptures I'm going to give to you, and I'm going to try to give them to you. In six verses, you're going to see how God believed or Joshua believed in his big God. Amen. He had to believe for the, the, the Israelites. Not just for the God's people, but for people that were hearing about Joshua and what they had what they had accomplished. They, the people around the other cities heard what God was doing through Joshua and the people around him. Because he was believing big. He believed that God was able to accomplish what he said he would do. He believed that. And then the times are living. Can you hear me? I believe that we're living in days that are more difficult than any days we've ever lived. I'm facing things in the, as a pastor businesses are facing things they've never had to face before. Schools are facing things. They're they're having to teach things they never taught before. Teachers, God pray for our teachers. They're facing things they've never, they've never had students look at them in the eyes and say, you're not going to tell me what to do. Pray for the teachers. Pray for the businessmen that are good Christian men in, in this church that are, they're big givers to God. You know what the devil wants to do? Dry up their business so they can't give to ministries anymore. God bless the businesses and the business owners in this in this house. Let, it, let them increase. Come on, everybody. Increase, increase, increase. Everybody clap right now. Get, encourage the business owners. Give a shout right now. Let's bring down some walls of doubt and fear. And Joshua was believing big. And when, we, when we're up here and we're ministering, sir, all I ask you to do is get the phone out and take some notes. Read over them. Read the whole book of Joshua chapter 10. Get it in you because can I tell you, that will get in you and when it will just, it, you'll meditate on it. And God will do amazing things in your life as you meditate on it because that will help you believe big uh, for your life as you meditate on it it changes And you take the word of God in baby as you take the word of God your thinking will change your actions will change when you take the word of God your faith will grow the one thing that God is trying to help the church do is change our thinking Because if you can think it and believe it, it can happen in the name of Jesus. So God wants to change our thinking. When you change your thoughts, you can change the way you live. We've got to do it, folks. You've got to believe God. And here, write this down, believe God for big things. In Joshua chapter 10, 5 through 6, so these five Amorite kings combine their armies for a united attack. They moved all their troops into place and attacked Gibeon. Are you with me? The men of Gibeon quickly sent messengers to Joshua at his camp in Gilgal. I want to stop there. The people around the children of Israel, Jill, heard what God was doing. They knew where they could get their help. Isn't it something? That's why people come to you. That's why people call you. Because they know you believe in God. You have a God that's big enough. You have a God that there's no problem that he can't handle. And you know that because God has brought you through some things. Please get with me today, family. God has brought you through things. You've shared the testimony, testimony after testimony of what God has done in your life. And then the people will come to you because you have led through, you've led your family through some junk. Don't abandon your servants. Don't abandon your neighbors. Don't abandon your family now. Five big armies are coming against them. Five big armies and they're, they're, there's, there's giants, everyone. They're big. But yet God, you know, God is leading Joshua. And the Israelites into battle. Don't leave us. Don't abandon us. And I hear a scream from America church, don't abandon us now. Amen. We need the presence of God. I, I feel it that that America is screaming, we need the presence of God. And it's up to you and I. Are you getting this, family? It's up to you and I to lift up our banners. It's time to lift up our voices because God will come if we'll call upon him. It says, if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then he says we'll hear from heaven. Now's the time for us not to abandon the world. Now's the time to pray and watch God move through our 21 days. Don't abandon us. Come at once, come now. Save us, help us. For all the Amorite kings who live in the hill country, you know what it reminds me of? We, we don't, we're not fighting flesh and blood. It says that they live in the hill country, have joined forces to attack us. It reminds me of we don't fight against flesh and blood. Some of you are fighting your families, and, and you're mad at someone. It's not, you're not fighting them. It's principalities. It's the enemy. It's the devil. It's his demons you're fighting against. All you need to do is pray and keep loving the people and watch God work, work through it all. Amen. But that's what it reminds me of. They're up in the hill country, and they're coming down. The demons are coming, and they're coming fierce. More than ever, they're coming against our families, our communities. See, Joshua has to make a choice. Is he gonna stand in faith? Lauren, is he gonna stand? Is he gonna stand? Is he gonna, he has to make a choice. Am I gonna go save the nations? Am I gonna go save a community? Am I gonna go save some people that are depending on us? See, Joshua had to stand up. It was a choice, Anthony. And you're making a choice every day. Every one of us make a choice. Are we going to help? Are we going to be the people that are going to stand up? And when they call for help, are we going to be there? Or are we going to shrink back? Joshua has to make a decision. But he's got to remember something that the Lord spoke to him when he he decided to be a leader. And you go to Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 and 9. He had to remember what God has spoke to him. Some of you need to remember what the Lord said to you two months ago. You need to remember a year ago, two years ago. You need to remember what the Lord spoke into your heart to step into a ministry, to step in and get married. You need to remember what God said to you. How He said, I'll be with you. Listen to the words. Study this book of instructions continually. I mean, that's this book, everybody. That's this book. Meditate on it day and night so that you will be sure to obey everything written in it you can't you can't obey it if you don't know it don't you i'm gonna stop yelling i guess i'm not getting anywhere yelling you need to you need to know the manual Gino. someone says pastor why do you yell out all, all the time i don't know Edmund, I don't know why I yell all the time. I just, in me, I don't know. That's the way you, when you preach, do what you do. But in me, I got to just raise my voice, okay? Pray for me. And and it goes on, obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper. Anybody want to prosper and succeed? Yeah, in all you do. This is my commandment, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the, look at this, for the Lord your God, read it with me, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I don't know what you're facing today. I don't know how fierce the attack is on you today. All I know is God wants you to believe big and he will help you big. Trust him big. Believe big and declare it. My God, it will not not let me down my God is with me he says wherever that's a word for you today in Joshua chapter 1 someone get this today in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 and 9 he's telling you today don't you dare be afraid don't you dare be discouraged don't you dare back up be strong and courageous and stand with me today because he says I'm going to be with you and I'm going to I'm going to help you through it all believe the truth over your emotions, fight it, someone needs to fight back, fight your emotions, fight what everybody's saying, fight the bank, and I'm not saying call them and cuss them out, that's not your source, Michael, when are we going to realize that? Your source is God. All he's asking you to do is get into the book and pray and believe big and trust big. Just maybe, just maybe, just maybe God is just around the corner and he's getting ready to bless you. Put your hands together and give. I want to encourage the people online. Thank you for watching. God bless you for watching this. There's an old song that says, "We got a great big wonderful God." I didn't sing this in the first service. We got a great big wonderful God, a God who's always victorious, always watching over us. Great big wonderful God. It's an old song. We got a great big wonderful God. We got a great big wonderful God, a God who loves every one of us, done so much for all of us. Great big wonderful god (laughs) that's an old song do you feel outnumbered today do you feel like just there's too many armies coming against you too much are you outnumbered today do you feel like it's just no use do you feel like giving up i want you to remember something you serve a big god i don't know how big your problem is But I like what this baby is saying. Look at this picture right now. Don't tell God that you have a big problem. Tell your problem that you have a big God. And I'm watching some of you and you're like this. (laughs) And I don't know what the color of your skin is, but the only word that comes to me is I Chihuahua, it's getting bad. I don't know. But maybe you need to take a picture of that. And maybe you need to walk, look at that every day when you get up out of bed. I'm not going to look at the bigness of my problem, God. I'm going to look at the bigness of who you are in my life, how big my God is in my life. I want you to write this down. He's a big, magnificent God. Not only do you believe God, For big things. But I want you to know you have a big, magnificent God. Look at Isaiah 40, 25 and 26. So who is like me? Who holds a candle to me, says the holy? Look at the night skies. Who do you think made all this? How many of you are marveled at nights? You know, when you look up at all the stars. Isn't it beautiful? Come on, isn't it beautiful? I don't know if you're like me, but, you know, I just love, I just, I'm like this. I'm just looking at it and going, God, it's so amazing to me, you know, to look at it. I, Teresa has this app on her phone that she, she can just point it in the sky, and it talks about satellites and the different stars. And I just have her stick it up in the air regardless of where we are. And I, I said, honey, what's that star? What's that star? And I, I'm thinking, God knows every star he's put in space. He says, look at the night skies. Who, can, who do you think made all this? Who marches this army of stars out each night, counts them off, calls each by name, so magnificent, so powerful, and never overlooks a single one. I want you to know today, there's a lot of stars, and our magnificent God threw them into space, and he calls each one by name. There's there's two trillion galaxies... Two trillion galaxies and there's a hundred million stars in each one of them. Somebody get this. The Milky Way alone, there is 100,000 million stars. There's millions of galaxies in space. Yet our God spoke him into existence and he's big enough. If he can take care of a star and name it, he can take care of every one of you as well. Never look at the bigness of your problem. Look at the bigness of your God. Never be afraid to stand up and say, look at your wife and say, honey, I'm not going to stop believing. She needs to hear you say that today. You husbands need to have someone come up to you and say, you can do it. If your wife says you can do it, honey, you've got all the backing you need. You can get it done in Jesus' name. Third thing, write this down. He is really a good God. I wanted to sing that song, God is so good. God is so good, just to hear that throughout this congregation. God is, we sang it in the first service, God is good. I want everybody to say that, God is good. God is good. And I want, I want to tell you today, God is always good. Thank you, honey, just wave. <laughs> God is good. Psalms 119.68 says, you are good and kind and do good. Another translation says you are good and you do good things. If Pastor Bo says God is good all the time, what do you say back to me? God is good all the time. God, tell your neighbor, God is good all the time. and All the time. We say it, but do we believe it? Or is it a, a little cute, little cliche or quote that we say? All the time. God desires to do good for you. You better hear me today. I know it. i lived it. I've lived it out for over 40 years. It's not always been rosy for this guy. It's not always been easy for you. But I'm telling you today, God can do good. He can turn around the nasty and the ugliest thing that's ever happened in your life. When you were broke, when you were lacking, when you didn't know what to do. I'm telling you today, God is still good all the time. Don't you dare listen to the enemy. And he'll come often and tell you that God don't care about you anymore. He'll come to you and say, God doesn't love you anymore. He doesn't care what you're going through. And then we, start to, that starts to, we meditate on it and we start believing. Oh yeah, I, I trusted God, but look where I am today. I'm telling you, you keep believing. The Bible says you're to cast all your anxiety, all your worries, all your cares, all your problems upon Him because He cares for you. But you dare get caught up with what other people say. Here's a good one. Don't get so caught up in what you are saying to yourself right now. You better get caught up with what God wants to say to you, that he's good. You remain faithful. That's what he wants you to do is remain faithful to him. Son, remain faithful to his truths. It's a truth that will set your thinking free. he's good and he wants to do good to you over 60 times I was looking at him and there's more but then I looked in the Bible and I saw over 60 times where the Bible says God is good and how many times I've had to remind myself you have no idea congregation how many times I had to say that to myself and and believe it God you've been good to me May I remind myself today that you've been good. Claudia, you've been through a lot. But I know you tell yourself often, when you've lost your husband, you've lost both of your sons, and you've been battling some things, and that little precious girl next to you, when she's battling, there's times where the devil don't want you to say it, but would you just pierce the darkness and pierce fear and doubt? Would you just shout with me today, my God is good all the time. Psalm thirty-four, verse eight. Pastor Jake, will you come up? Gavin, when you're on the football field and maybe a play doesn't go very well, you get up and say, "My God's good." Okay. And those guys that are on top of you need to say that. You need. They need. Your team needs to say that. God's good. Everybody, we're going to get through. Psalms 34 verse 8 oh taste and see that the Lord is what good God you're good God you're so good God you're good oh taste and see that the Lord is good blessed is the man who runs away from him huh is that what that says Ronnie is that what it says blesses the man that walks away from him because we're going through something we don't understand I've been good to people I've been a blessing to people why 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 am I going through this why am I going through this hard time Yeah, I I don't have those answers. I wish I had all the answers, but all I know is what that book says. That's all I know. But I'll tell you this, even though things got tough for me and I didn't know how things were going to turn around, I kept saying, God, I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're good, and you're always good. The Bible says put it up, please. They need to see it. Taste and see that the Lord is good. As is blessed as the man that takes refuge in Him. Where are you taking refuge today? In your thinking, God's trying to elevate your thinking right now. Okay, He wants to elevate your faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Taste and see that the Lord is what good. Shout at your pastor. Taste and see that the Lord is blessed. It doesn't say depressed. It doesn't say wrecked. Messed up. It says blessed. And you know what blessed means? Everything God is, is given to you. Blessed. 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 Everything I'm having, everything that God has, when he says blessed, you're blessed. You're blessed. I am blessed I'm so blessed Every day that I live I am blessed When I wake up in the morning Or lay my head to rest I'm so blessed so blessed. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Psalms 86 verse 5. Oh Lord, you are so good, so ready to forgive. So full of unfailing love for all who ask for your help. God is a personal God. Write that down. So no, long, no not only does God want you to believe big. Not only is God a a. a what was the last thing good God wants you to believe good but number three He's a personal God He loves you and He knows everything about you He knows more about you than you know about yourself (laughs) He's a personal God he, He knows you Psalms 37 verse 23 He's a detailed God say my God is detailed I'm coming in for a landing everybody The Lord directs the steps of the godly. Someone read the rest. He's a personal God. And he knows the little things of your life and he knows the big things. He knows what you're thinking right now. He knows the very hairs he's counted them that's on your head. When's the last time you counted them? He knows you when you're up, and he knows when you're down. He knows when you're struggling. He knows when you get off, get up on the right side of the bed or on the wrong side of the bed. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows when you need to be encouraged. He knows. He knows when you're struggling. He knows when you have a song in your heart. He knows. He knows when you're whistling and things are well. He knows that when things are a little bit tough. He knows. See, he wants to direct every step. He desires to keep you from evil. You need to know that today. Pastor Bo needs to tell you that. He wants to keep you from evil. Patricia, here's another thing. He wants to keep you from evil people. He wants to keep you from people that are just want to get connected to you. Just to take from you. He wants, see, he knows that. He knows that. God, He wants to keep you. See, bad company corrupts good morals. He knows where you are, and He's trying. Some of you, God's fighting for you, but you're trying to go back and embrace something, and He's trying to break it. He's trying to keep you from evil people or getting connected to them. He's trying to help clean up your life. He loves you that much. He's very detailed. And listen, I'm a detailed person. I really am. Y'all don't know this, but I'm pretty detailed because I serve a detailed God and He's living in me. You know, when I'm with a I'm with family, this uh, please don't judge me right now, please. But if I ask one of my grandkids to go get me a Coke, can I tell you, they know they better get a lot of ice in that glass. I got to have a glass with a lot of ice in my Coke. I'm detailed. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay I'm detailed or if I go through you know is, do you know anybody like that do you know like anybody yeah it's because we serve, we're just detailed people just don't get nasty about it don't get an attitude because you're detailed Well, you know I do that all the time you know when I go through a, a fast food restaurant don't be like Pastor Paul okay when I go through and I love fries. Anybody have a fry person? Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. Why did you change keys, Jake? When I go through the drive-thru and I get fries with a hamburger, brother, I know it's terrible, but I'm just detailed. First thing I do before I pull away from that window, I, I reach in and grab a fry. And if it's cold, I'm just going to give it back to them. I can see people are judging me right now. By the way, you're looking at, oh, you're just nasty. (laughs) Isn't it wonderful that we have a God like that that we serve? A detailed God. So you know what Joshua had to do? He had to believe in his big God. He had to believe. His faith had to. He, he had to put some faith, some work to his. It's his faith. Joshua did, and then he prayed boldly. And this is where I'm closing. The other day, I was. I just uh, pulled into the parking lot, and a car pulled up, and it was Vince. And you see Vince. He's. He could be in the room right now, but Vince pulled up, and is Vince here? Uh, and you. Uh, he's, it's okay. He's out having a donut. Thanks, Vince. No, he's not. But he pulled up. Everyone say, pray boldly. When's the last time you really prayed boldly? But he pulled up, and and he had someone with him. And he said, Pastor, can you meet this guy? He's so excited. Brought him in from... uh, uh, He's struggling with some things. and Brought him to men's breakfast. And so the guy was with him so I went over to the window and he introduced me to this young man and, and I shook his hand you know come on when you shake hands shake hands no one likes grabbing a dead fish put it in there squeeze a little bit some of you it's not time to crush fists it's just squeeze a little bit alright some of you when I shake your hands you're trying to rip my hand off stop it but I shook his hand and uh, greeted him We said, hi. And I said, is there anything I can pray with you about? Because can I tell you, can we pray for people? Because people need prayer. People really need prayer. And when you leave here today, you're going to start, before you dive into that smothered bean burrito, maybe you need to look at your waitress and say, can I pray with you over something? Or maybe if you're with your family, say, you know, before we say our meal and bless our food, just maybe one of your family members said so does anybody care about me anymore maybe about you just saying is there anybody in this circle today that needs prayer and then when they say it pray for them right there now I'm not telling you to pray for 30 minutes come on how many of you know you can say it you get pray for them and they'll hear you and it's beautiful just pray for them I prayed for that young man I said, "Is there anything I could pray with you about?" He said, "You know, right now, you know my family right now." But what would you pray? And I prayed for him. And this guy had tattoos on tattoos. I wouldn't want to mess with him at all, you know. <laughs> but when I was finished praying, Vince, that guy had a tear in his eye. And Joshua stood up and prayed a bold prayer, and he wasn't afraid of who heard him. You know what? You know what helped me learn how to pray. And so it used to be when we'd have a prayer meeting, people would come to the altar. And I heard them pray. I heard people praying. That's how I learned how to pray. They helped me get into the presence of God. And when Pastor Bull says pray with each other, people need to, people are learning. Because you've spent time with God and you've learned how to pray. You've prayed them through some things. And that's what Joshua said. He says, I'm going to lift my voice and pray. And you know, I prayed for this service today, asking God, God, today, would you bring somebody back to you today? Because there's some people that have wandered off. There's people that have come into this building that have never one time, maybe this is your first time in this building. Maybe the first time you've been in church for a long time. And my prayer is that something that I've said or what Mike said or what was anything in this service, maybe it just touched your heart please stay with me and just maybe you said i need jesus i want to i want to invite you to know my jesus today some of you've been away from church for a while some of you've been doing things you shouldn't be doing you got saved 5 years ago because you were in a mess And I don't know why we're we're people, we're human. Some of us go right back to where we were before, okay? But yeah, you're here today and you're saying, I need to get back, get right with God and stay there. Maybe that's you today. Would you all bow your heads? Maybe you're here today. You're here because someone loves you enough to invite you to church. Some of you, someone prayed for you into this building. Someone said, Lord, somehow, someone, get my grandson, get my son, my granddaughter, get my my aunt or uncle, my grandparent into church. Let them listen to Pastor Bo. Let them get it. Let them hear it. Let them feel the presence of God. Let them let know who you are, God. Let Pastor Bo preach to them. Let them know he's a big God. Let them know that God can help them. Preach Pastor Bold to him on that day. But you're here today and you know you need to surrender to God. I'm going to ask you to do something bold. I want you just to stand up if that's you today and you need to come back to God. Or you need God today. Just get on your feet. Come on. Just stand up. Don't be ashamed. Come on. Get on your feet. You need to get back to God. Just stand up all over this building. Come on. Come on. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up if God's talking to you. Get up. Get up. And say it. Okay, it's time. I've been messing around too long. You're losing your family. You're losing your your sanity because you've been wandering. You're double-minded. You're unstable. God said, today's a day of salvation. I'm going to count to three and then I'm going to pray. But if you need to get on your feet, get on your feet. Do it. Do it. One, two, three. Get up. Get up. Get up. Come on, everybody. Open your eyes and clap right now. Come on, clap, clap, clap. Sir, would you lead these people and come to this altar right now? Because I believe if you will come the rest will come would you please come to this altar would you come over here would you make your way to this altar and the rest of the people would everybody stand in the auditorium please come on everybody clap if you need to come to the altar today please come Aren't you glad for church, everybody? You that are watching online, wherever you're at, just bow your heads. And I'm going to lead us all in a prayer. Thank you for going to the altar, sir. I want everybody to say this prayer. Could we just, if you're not walking to the altar. And I'm going to ask the church family, if you see couples up here, get connected with them. If you see men up here, women up here, get connected with them. You know, just come up behind them. Get connected with them. Hi, guys. How are you? You're beautiful. I don't know the last time someone told you that, but you're beautiful. Both of you are. And here's a, here's a great thing. Is that God created you that way. And He wants you to walk in that and be confident in who he made you to be. It's a devil that comes to steal and kill your purity and your beauty. Thank you, sir, for coming up. I I mean that. Thank you, son. Thank you, sir. Thank you, baby. Wow. Everybody say this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you today and I surrender I give you my life I'm so sorry God for the way that I've been living come into my life Jesus I want to be a better person for myself for my family from my community. Set me free today, Lord, from all my addictions and all my hang-ups. Please set me free. I love you, God. And I know you love me. And you're the one that brought me here today. So come into my heart, Jesus, and be my Savior and be my Lord name I pray. Amen. Amen. Can we just take a moment celebrate?
2: Amazing grace, how sweet the sound
7: that it. Come on, ma'am, sir. Be thankful. Praise 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 God. Praise God. Praise God.
2: Praise God.
7: Is going to get you a booklet and there the guys are going to go quick and all of you that are up here that give your hearts to the Lord hold on to that and if you can take a moment fill it out turn the card in to either one of the ushers or, um, or the guest center Selena would you come up and you're going to close in a word of prayer if you would for me please and what we want to do is we take those and we pray over them trust me we pray over them we're going to reach out to you just to be an encouragement to you we're not there to say you know come to the church you've got to come to this church and you got to give and all that we're not going to do that we're just going to celebrate what God has done in your life okay that's all just connect with you and um, you know I'm just proud of all of you for coming to the altar and just saying God I need you in my life because all of these people that didn't come, Daryl has been here, I've been here. And when I came, you know, I, I, was, I was all messed up, jacked up. I was so jacked up. I would say from the, I was jacked up from the floor up, okay. Was, but you know, when I gave my heart to the Lord, I knew that if I kept doing what I was doing, I was going to lose everything. But I thank God I came to an altar, sir. And I said, God, I'm, I, I'm messing up see none of you were as jacked up as I was but I needed Jesus and can I tell you and I've said this before I've never felt more clean than when I came and I asked the Lord to come into my life he cleansed me son and he had to clean out the alcohol he had to clean out the jealousy all that other stuff and how many of you know demons run in packs you understand what I'm saying and I had a whole lot of that was messed up. And I'm, not, I'm asking you, don't go to Teresa after this service. Just, how jacked up was Pastor Bo? I'm just telling you, I was messed up. But it was God's amazing grace. And when I finished saying that prayer of salvation, God showed me how clean I was. And I'm telling you today, every one of you, What can wash away your sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. His blood is enough, I'm telling you. So would you close in a word of prayer? Please no one leave until we can pray together as a family.
6: God, we thank you for what you did today in this service. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. And God, we know today that miracles happened. And we praise you for that. God, I just pray that you go with our people today, God. Continue to move in their hearts. Reveal yourself to them throughout the week, God. Remind them that they are loved. Send them extra reminders of your love for them, God, as they make it through the week, Lord. And I just pray protection over each family, blessing and provision. And Father, we praise you for everything that you are and all that you continue to do in our families and in our lives.
5: In Jesus' name we pray, amen.